0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the
1: leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
0: I feel like as millennials, right, we're very quick to define relationships based off of how people support us, or lack thereof. And I think the problem with that is that we do that without actually communicating how We feel like we want to be supported.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think some people, they just go to social media and Mm -hmm. be like, man, my friend ain't supporting me, or this person ain't supporting me. And they have no idea what support really looks like.
0: Let's talk about it.
1: Well, let's talk about it. it. What's going on everybody? we your hosts Malcolm and Brittany Garrison and you're listening to Let's Talk About It.
0: Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials.
1: As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions.
0: And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it.
1: Let's talk about it.
0: talk about it Uh, i hope you ain't get that old ass song (laughs) let's talk about it talk about it all right so real talk i i really feel like you know a lot of times support is defined in a way where it kind of could be seen like love languages where like there's a way that you want support and most of the time I think it's based off of how you support people and that's what you expect back. And most of the times I think we have these un- unexpressed expectations of people when we're starting something or when we're embarking on new phases of life. Um, because I think also a lot of times people only equate the support conversation to business. But what Correct. about life support? You know what I mean? And I don't mean like I, I feel like life, your life support is a part of your lifeline the same way it is, you know, in a hospital when they talk about being on life support. Like I feel like there has to be a group in a community around you. But I also feel like we have to become mature enough to have conversations with the how and the expectations that we have with the people around us.
1: Do you think um, do you think people are quick to find support as a as a crutch, so to
0: speak? in what way
1: like i just started my new business so you need to support me
0: um well i feel like i feel like there is a lack of support Um, but I feel like the lack of support is based off of what you view it as. I think that's the whole problem. The problem is, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with people, um, that have watched us in business for the last five years. Right. And these are people that I might not talk to all the time. And these aren't people that are like, you see those revolving posts that go on social media, like how to support a friend for free. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, Oh, repost my stuff, say my stuff, tell a friend, yada, yada, yada. But Okay, what about the people that, so this is what I was getting at, is that I talk to a lot of people who I might not have talked to you in a long time. And when I do talk to you, the first thing people say is, yo, I see what you and your husband been doing. I see what y'all been doing. I'm proud of you. Um, You know, keep it up. And so for some people, they're looking for the retweet or they're looking for the repost. But you got people that are silent supporters because in their mind, because I'm rooting for you, even if I'm not telling you about it until I have a conversation with you, I'm supporting you. But... People don't say, "Well, what I would prefer is if you could share this." You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I think. Yeah, you're right. I think sometimes we we try to equate that, and now if if you don't see it the way that you want to, you're now at odds at the, with that person silently, like they silently. don't know it
0: exactly. <laughs> or you putting up, you know, sub posts and sublimin subliminals on social media about how people don't support you. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, I do. I think I think it's unfortunate because. You, you just never know how somebody uh, is willing to support you. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if it's not communicated uh, initially of what support looks like for you, and even if they're willing to give that or able to give that. Exactly. Um, you know, then there can be a miscommunication there. And then obviously there could be a breakdown of relationship. I've experienced
0: it multiple times. Yeah.
1: And that tends to happen a lot um, just because we assume so many things. Yeah. We assume this person uh, doesn't support us uh in in this way because of whatever reason we we conjured up in our heads
0: and most of the time it's either they hating uh <laughs> you know what i'm saying they hating or you know um they don't want to see me do better than them like you hear people yeah, say that's what like, they say saying their head, right you know like yeah. people want to see you do good just as long as it's not better than them so that's why they're not yeah, that's not you know true at saying? all, you know? And I agree with what you said well, most of the time. It's a, it goes unspoken, and so you create a full-blown, I mean, you need an Academy Award for the <laughs> amount of stuff that we can create in our head. That's why we're so powerful. I think God has given us such a phenomenal um, tool, which is our imagination. It's just most of the time used in a wrong way for people's day-to-day living. And I think the issue with that is that, um, I said this kind of in my, um my excerpt at the beginning is that you show up for people the way you show up for them. And because that's how you show up, you expect them to show, like, to you, that's the only way I can feel like you support me. Like, if I come to your business opportunity or if I come support you at your, you did a ladies brunch or something like that, well, the minute that I start a business, I need you to pull up. I need you to buy the flight the same way I bought the flight. But what I had to realize is that that's how I like to support people. And I think there's a level of maturation that has to come for people to really realize that how I want to support you is how I want to support you. But I'm not supporting you with the expectation that you support me this way.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think you you even dealt with that a lot. Like did. You struggle with that a lot. Um, and you used to come to me like, why isn't such and such doing this or, or the third? And I've done this for them. And it's like, I'm trying... I don't think back then you kind of understood what I was saying. No. And I was like, well, that's how you operate. That's not necessarily how mm-hmm. they operate. And if I was your friend, you would hate me. You know? Yeah, I would definitely hate you. <laughs> you would hate me if you if you were looking to get reciprocation from the same things that you do. Because it's not a tit-for-tat thing. Mm-hmm. I, and I think it's not an IOU type of thing. And I don't want to build a relationship off of IOUs. Like I did this for you, so I need mm-hmm. you to do this for me. No facts. No, it's not, it shouldn't. It shouldn't work that way. And and it does, like you said, take a level of maturity or just self reflection of okay, I am this kind of friend. And I stand by that. I'm I'm this kind of friend. That doesn't mean that I need that from somebody else.
0: But I feel like there is a level of most people do need that. Most people desire that. But the problem doesn't come with the fact that people aren't doing it or that people don't have to. It's that you haven't communicated that that's what I'm looking for. Gotcha. And that's me. Like me approaching thirty is finally being able to have those conversations with people in my life to say, Hey, listen, this is what. me and you have even had that conversation like this is what that looks like for me from you you know what i mean and i feel like it's not just about like it's not a tip for tat thing but there are things that you feel like you need and i feel like the problem why you conjure up so much stuff in your own head is because you're not willing to say hey listen would you mind reposting this for me hey, I'm trying to expand my, I, I literally just did it the other day. I reached out to one of my friends who, um, who has a, a business partner that I, I met through him years ago mm-hmm. before any of us were doing anything that we met back in college, but he has a podcast. And he was interviewing, um, he's been interviewing celebrities. And so I'm like, yo, can you connect me with him? You know, I'm trying to expand my reach. And what happens is the things that you desire, sometimes we are so unwilling to communicate what we want. Yeah, or what we're looking for that you're you're now like oh, why would it, why they ain't call me for the podcast like instead of saying <laughs> i want to be a part hey how can we connect how can we collaborate you know what i mean i believe that i can bring you value and i know that um you know you can bring me value instead my response is now they should have called me
1: but where is that i mean where does that mindset or that uh yeah where, where does that mindset come from
0: an unspoken expectation of people should just know you know what I mean like I feel like we are a people should just know culture like you see what I post on on the gram you see that I'm I'm on these zoom calls on my story you know I I provide value to people and so why haven't you called me Mm. and and I think during um this wasn't during COVID it was after COVID um I have to read this because this actually is what changed my perspective in regards to support. Changed everything. Like, I don't feel like I've been the same since Ment- mentally. Um, It just took me a while to start to to be able to start to articulate this. But um, shout out to uh, BJ, Bobby Belton Jr. Um, oh, my man. He put up this post on Facebook one day and I feel like it was for me that day. And so I had to pull it up so I could read it verbatim, right? He said, support comes in different forms. If you don't articulate how you need or want to be supported, you will always be frustrated with how others show up for you. They show up based on their own experiences and their own interpretations of support. Don't leave it up to others to, to determine how they should support you. Let them know what support looks like for you. And you know, I feel like that changed everything for me because it start it it, what you had been saying for all that long finally clicked of like no Brit you like to buy the you see your friend saying they're launching a business so you're the one who's gonna go buy the flight and show up and surprise them or you know be there for them physically. But that might not be what somebody is willing to do for you. But you can always articulate that to that person and let them know, hey, listen, uh, would you mind? Or did I even invite you? Or did I post it on social media and say, I'm having this, but I expected you to get a flight? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I do know what you mean. I, I think, like you said, it's it's an unfair expectation that no one will ever live up to mm-hmm. um, because it is just floating around in your head. And that is a good observation of what he said. Um, You know, support comes in different forms. And even in our relationship, you know, I think our relationship in business mm-hmm. and partnership, mm-hmm. um, support has come in different forms. And even I actually recently like, <laughs> OK, so what does supporting you in this particular business mm-hmm. uh, look like for you? You know, in whatever business my, you know, you're in, what does that support look like? Because I don't want to be in a space where, okay, you're expecting this of me, but I'm not willing to give that. And then we have this, this debacle.
0: Yeah. Um. I But I think it was, again, I said me today, me approaching 30, me going through my life awakening and all that stuff like that. And just experience, I think now it's easier to just say this, I think on both of our parts, when you asked that question, I feel like we both felt like, the response to this is going to make us both uncomfortable in some sense, either comfortable or uncomfortable. Right. That could be, I'm requesting something of you that you're not willing to give. And that could be, I'm requesting something of you that you're not willing to give for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Where it's like, dang, I was hoping you didn't say that. (laughs) You know what I mean? And for me, it's like, Dang, I don't know what your response is going to be to what I'm looking for. Um, but I think that's just where the communication comes in, where you can create compromise, compromisable opportunities. Um, but in the sense of that question that day, it was just like, you know, if I ask you to be there, I want you to be there. Mm, if right. I don't ask you to be there, then I'm not expect, I'm not, I don't have a silent request that I'm not giving you.
1: Right. Because we all know women will say what they don't mean without saying it, like, Oh, you. Oh, okay, yeah, you can do that. And then you walk off, but you're mad. <laughs> you know, so it's like, for me, I would rather you voice exactly what you want. And it's for really any guy in general. We want to know what do you want, what you don't want, what, what, are you willing, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. And so I can make a decision, you know, so we can make a decision together on what that looks like. Because I was genuinely asking you, because what you don't want is mm-hmm. resentment yeah i agree and i think resentment can set in when you aren't being completely honest on how you either feel or what you're or what you're willing to put up with mm-hmm. and all these other things so um that's that's really the, that was really the goal and that was something that was even growth from my end to even ask like yes okay, i will say that thank because, you because exactly. uh <laughs> i appreciate it i would just do and not ask but i'm like wait a minute is this what you want from me is this what you need from me Mm-hmm. And what is exactly that you need from me? And I, I think mean, that's a healthy conversation that any um, couple could have.
0: I definitely think it's a very um, healthy conversation to have. But even like, you know, we had a moment um, over the last, what, 90 days or so where you you were making a life transition and you're like, you know, I, I want to find the things that make me feel good. I want to find the things that I'm excited about. Um, and I I had to let you explore that. But what happened in that was because you were making a transition I didn't want to feel like I had to shift my perspective on what it was that what we were doing before that um together I didn't want to feel like I had to shift my perspective on it just because you felt like you wanted to go pursue things that made you excited and in those moments I had to now make a request like hey I understand that this is what you're doing but this is what I need from you as you're making that transition because I I couldn't I couldn't you know, you still need that pick-me-up. You still need, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about different versions of support. But, you know, let me ask you this. What What do you feel like support looks like for you? Like, because I feel like what people are missing is their ability to ask for and verbalize what they want or what they're looking for. Like, so when it comes to something, somebody supporting you, what does that look like?
1: Um, I think supporting for me is when I when I call for you, just be there. Because I'm I'm really really low maintenance. I don't need much, uh. Especially from 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 a friend. Like I I don't ask of much. So if if I need something of that person, I'll ask them. Like hey, I need you to be here, or, or uh, you know, can we go out to such and such place, or whatever, like that? Because I need uh some time away. I need to talk, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like as long as you're as long as you're present, I feel like I'm being supported. And then, I mean, even in our relationship, uh just being it what I struggled with for so long was telling you how I felt about you know being in this uncomfortable space like man, what do I wanna do? what do i wanna pursue? Is she gonna support me in in making this transition from um from an industry that we have been in for like five years and, mm-hmm. and had massive success in and we had been doing together for so long, is she going to be willing to support me uh, stepping outside of that? Mm-hmm. And I think for over a year, I had been wrestling with this notion of, man, should I come to the table with this with this idea or, or how I've been feeling? Like, hey, I, I think I want to do something else. I think I want to try something else. I think I want to explore what I want to do. And all all I was looking for at that particular time was, okay, I was looking for do you and al- and you allow me to kind of explore and, and and navigate through this process mm-hmm. because it's, it's it's so hard to do something for so long and be engrossed in it and then immediately abruptly change what you've been doing and try to find some purpose outside of what you've been doing for so long mm-hmm. and I think especially in the years your 20s you don't really have time to kind of Find your purpose if you if yeah. you've already been doing something for so long. No facts. So that's when that was the time I needed support the most. Honestly, uh, as of recently, is just I'm gonna allow him to explore this time, and allow him to be him without the the burden of well, I need you to do this. I need you to do that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I feel like even with that, it was a shift because it's like I said before, with you deciding that and you know and i'll just say this my perspective on it was understanding that us getting into business together was never your decision we just got good at what we were doing together we got good at our business together and and it was kind of like if it ain't broke don't fix it you know what i mean yeah. um but it was also understanding that that was something that i chose i chose you know what i mean and so who would i be and who would i be to you if I didn't allow you to find the thing that you picked for you or you picked for us, like it didn't necessarily have to even be a you thing or a me thing or, or we're no longer in business together. And I think, I mean, the podcast was honestly birthed out of, Those moments. And you know what I'm saying? Like it was birthed out of that. But, you know, I I feel like when you start to voice those things, I think you're able to empathize. The other person is able to empathize with the feeling because I felt bad for so long that you had lived with that because you were concerned about my level of support of it. You know what I mean? What I make you feel bad or what I, you know, try to play you or whatever versus supporting you? And I think that's where the maturation comes in, the humility to say, you know, hey, I support what it is that makes you happy. Because I wouldn't want you to stay doing something with me just because it made us money. But it didn't make you happy.
1: You remember when you, um, when we had this conversation, I don't know if it was like an argument, but I had ended with saying, how do you know what?" I- That I haven't supported you this entire time. You remember what you said? Well,
0: that's what I said. I said, I need you to support me still if you're going to do your own thing. And you were saying, "How, how, how could you say I haven't supported you when I never wanted to do this? Mm -hmm. And anybody who knows our story knows that it started with me liking network marketing and you just wanting to learn about investing. Mm -hmm. But throughout time, you know, you bought into a different vision and we started to build our business together. And um, but understanding that when you made that, it brought it all back to me that he's right. Like his his original objective was never to be in the business of it it was just to learn the skill set of investing in the foreign exchange market and so when you said that in particular like how could you say I haven't supported you because at that point now you had physically supported me for years but um but now, you know when you feel like I feel like when you start something and then you start it and then you become a partnership it's easy to now feel like this was a we thing even though it still was a me thing yeah but we got good at it together. Yeah, we had, we thrived at it as a collective. Um, we were better at it together. Um, and I think it was, fr- it was fear. If I'm being honest, it was the fear of can I do this by myself though?
1: Hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Can I, can I thrive in this without the support person I've had the whole time? And I think what, what I was looking for when I responded to you with what support now looks like for me is I need you to support me from your seat or from where you're going to be at the same way you did when you were with me when it comes to now emotional support. Yeah. Now I didn't I didn't need the physical support of us being everywhere together or doing everything together. Now I need the emotional support and the the um the pick me up support of like, hey, you can do this. You got this. Hey and you were the one who actually started to expose me to like hey you gotta understand I've actually been a supporting role the whole time. You've been the lead here. Mm-hmm. But when you're building something with somebody and, you know, we tried to be in a position where one person wasn't leading the, the charge. It was we did this. Mm-hmm. But you were like, listen, you definitely <laughs> are the lead here so you can do this by yourself. You don't need me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I felt like that was crazy to say. Like, of course I need you. But yeah, I get yeah. it.
1: No, it's just understanding like what your partner is happy at or, or where, they, um, where they're thriving at. And I think it's important, for, uh, you know, as uh, as a couple and, and couples out there is to recognize when your partner uh, has a gift and a, and, and a talent in doing something and being willing to cultivate the talent mm-hmm. um, and, and support that. Uh, and you don't have to be uh, always a part of it. Yeah. And I think that's that's what it was. I, I, I was a part of it, of course. And I was engrossed in, in, in building a business with you. And I think we. We really thrived in doing that together, um, and, and, and me supporting you in, in everything that you were you were looking to do. Mm-hmm. But when it, when it was time to take a backseat, I said, "Man, the support is going to stay the same because I understand what you want to accomplish." Yeah, and I think that that was the real big thing. But I wrestled with that for so for so long. Of you know, should I say this or should I not? And then so many other intangibles yeah. attached to it that kind of uh, stuck with me before I actually had that conversation with you.
0: No, and I, I'm glad you did because, like I said, I feel like where we are today is a, a byproduct of that one conversation of how can you su- how can I support you if, if it changes? How can I support? Because there's going to be something else that you're going to need support in. You know what I mean? There was support that you had to have when you were an athlete. You wanted me at your games. You wanted me there after the game. You know what I mean? You wanted to go home with me after the game um you know even when i moved back home how often was i up there to support you um for those things that were important to you and like vice versa when you would come to my gigs and my shows i want you to be around um so there's there's tangible mm-hmm. and physical support you know but now we're talking emotional support um even with postpartum you know and and there's postpartum for dads too i don't think it's just a mom thing oh, but you know and we're going to probably need a whole episode dedicated to postpartum um <laughs> On both parties, but I think there's another level of support that we even had to tap into when it came to supporting our marriage, um, supporting our family and supporting cultivating who we are. Um, But a lot of that is more on the mental side than it is just physical. Like you can take our son, but. I need you to support me and, like, tell me to get up out there. You remember that time you were like, you need to go, go far, pick up the lunch from the farthest lunch place we like. I yeah, need you listen. to get up out of this house. You know what I mean? Some of that stuff is.
1: There's a certain there's a certain look that a mother has <laughs> when you just know. As a dad, you just know that, okay, it's time for her to have her time and for her to forget us, forget the baby and, and myself and, and just – dedicate time to you mm-hmm. and that I saw that happening the very first time I saw that happening um, when I finally had started to understand what postpartum kind of looks like because you don't know what it really looks like until you're going through until you see your partner going through it yeah and it's such a life-changing and life-altering uh thing that it's really really hard to do especially in the beginning and you know uh, um you know you can get antsy you know <laughs> anybody it just understandably anybody would though you know no, you would get antsy sure. uh you know short fuse like you know and, and that's the, those are the triggers that we got to as men see and we got we got to pinpoint early like okay let it's time for me to step in and intervene with this mm-hmm. and allow her to hey have your day have your time have your hours whatever it is because at this particular time my wife needs my emotional like like you say, emotional support. Yeah. Uh, in this aspect without having to tell me. And that's the whole thing. It's like you gotta be there without her having to tell you. Cause it, it I think it does that much more justice.
0: I definitely agree. And I, I think that was a perfect segue into, you know, the other aspect of support that I feel like isn't talked about because the majority of people You know, when they're talking about support, it's typically about a business. I'm start you know, do you see those posts like, Why don't we have business showers and you know, (laughs) support and I, I really do believe in support. I just feel like you have to vocalize what that looks like for your business. Anytime I've asked somebody to repost something or share this with a friend and all that kind of stuff like that, those people do that. But They don't do it without me telling them because that's not maybe how they show support. But I think another area of support that's not talked about often is what I have coined as life support. And, you know, I feel like when you start to experience different things in life and you start to have encounters with life, that there are some levels of support that you don't really realize how you're not supportive But it's not because you don't want to be. It's because you don't understand how to be supportive to people who are going through things in life.
1: Give me an example.
0: So like when we had our son, I had to call, you know, some of our closest friends and apologize to them because when they had their first child back when we were grinding in business and we were preparing for our wedding and and all that stuff like that, we we weren't around to support them. But it wasn't because we didn't want to be. It wasn't like we was just like, oh, they got a kid. We're not about to be around. It was because we didn't understand the magnitude of what kind of support a person who just had a baby needs, especially when you don't have your family in town. And we know it firsthand because all of our friends now we're, we're having kids. We've just all had kids literally. And most of us don't have family that live here. All of us are like, you know, we've moved to Atlanta and we don't have our family in town. And so I didn't realize until my parents were here helping us with the baby, um, how I couldn't even, I couldn't even fathom what they had gone through mm-hmm. by not even being able to feel comfortable to call on us. Cause we, we don't got no kid. We don't know what that's like. You know what I'm saying? We probably watched their children, you know, when they called and asked twice and, I was like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) I had no idea. And I literally, I, to this day, (laughs) I still call her like we've had, our, our son is 10 months, you know, they have two daughters. Um, one just turned four. And um, the other one is about 18 months. She'll be two in October. Mm-hmm. But I'm literally, I was blown away about the fact that I can't believe we let like all, you know, our whole group, not just us, but we let you go through this by yourself. But it wasn't because we wanted to. It was because we all didn't, none of us had the understanding of what you were going through.
1: Yeah, I mean, I and it's, it's a very lonely road if you do not have, the help, and if you do not have, like you said, the support around you, and it was a big shocker, and we didn't understand. And I think a lot of it—you you can't feel bad, you can, but you, but but you can't because you didn't know.
0: Yeah, no facts.
1: And they and, and they understood too that like you didn't know what you didn't know. And you know,
0: feel they didn't feel away, but I feel like when you start, like I even. I'll let you finish your point, though. No, you're right. Like, I remember, you know, dealing with stuff in college where, you know, you have these friendships where you guys are on the same pathway or you're doing the same stuff all the time. And then one person has a life experience, a life-altering thing that gets us off the same pathway. Now, I'm still on the path we were on, but you're on another path. And sometimes it can create a strange relationship, not because of the situation, but because I no longer know how to support who you are becoming. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how to support this new version of you because you now have upgraded to another version.
1: I think, uh, I think I've dealt with that um, with friends uh, from where I grew up from. Uh, We just, you know, after high school or even during that time, we kind of just went different paths in life. And and that kind of happens when you're 18 and older, you start to see this happen Mm -hmm. is that you and your friends, you tend to go different paths in life and when you go to a different path if you don't continue the relationship if you don't keep up with the relationship mm-hmm. it'll be hard for that person to kind of uh really navigate through life with you at that particular point and that's kind of what i dealt with I, you know I, it was so many friends that i had con- kind of living life the same exact way and then all of a sudden our lives differ so long that it's hard to even get back to that space of where you used to be at and how we used to support one another, one another and everything like that. Very, very hard to get back to that point um, if you're not keeping up with the relationship.
0: Yeah, I think. But it goes back to communication because I remember, you know, like during the pandemic. I'm um, not
1: the best communicator either. So.
0: And that's you are getting a lot better. Oh, absolutely. I hope they all listen to the podcast so that they can get to know you, who you are today, and that you mean no harm. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, I remember, you know, a very, very pivotal time for me and my best friend. Like, she moved back. We both were living here in Atlanta. Um, She moved back to, she had a life situation where she ended up moving back to Miami, where she's from, and just took some time away to get herself together, and That was life altering for me because I'm like, I'm missing my person. Like, you know how you have like your soulmate, that's your spouse, but you have like other life soulmates that are like your people. Um, (laughs) Well, I talked to my homegirl today and told me she had a dream and uh, she was like in the dream. We were saying, who's your hippo? And the hippo huh? was like your person. Like it was got it. Anyway, anyway, who's your hippo? <laughs> but you know, you have that person in your life that's your person where if things change, things change. And for yeah. for she and I, it was literally like, I couldn't deal I would I I didn't even know how to say, I miss you. Mm-hmm. Because one, I had never even had to be that vulnerable as a person. But it was like, I don't know how to even, like, because at that point, I'm married. You know what I mean? You're dealing with a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. I don't really even know how to support you effectively where it don't sound weird because I'm like, but I'm at, I'm giving you all this advice, but I'm laid up at home with my husband. You know what I mean? Mm And then in living that two different lives, really. we're living two different lives, but we were living the same life for so long. You know what I mean? And so then you move away. And in the midst of you being gone, you know what I'm saying? I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. So then when she moves back to Atlanta, I'm a new person. Yeah. And so us coming back together where it's like well, we're supposed to. It started off as like, well, you're my best friend. So we're supposed to rekindle this situation but it was it wasn't until we both had that conversation where you know she was like i don't know how i fit into who you have become since i've been gone and i said i had to figure out how to live without you you know what I mean? That's honest, yeah. And and it was in that conversation where we were able to develop a new level and new layer of our friendship, but also what does support now look like with who you have become? Because you're never going to remain the same person. And so unless you're willing to communicate these things now to say this is how I need you to show up or these are the things I need you to understand about who I have become so you one, feel apart still, but where you can understand where I'm coming from from who I have become versus who you've known me as and i think because we live in these worlds where oh i can't i can't like people have to understand that i have a kid now you know what i mean i don't you can't just call me and say yo let's 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 go out of town or whatever for three days because you don't have a job and you're an entrepreneur and you could do whatever you want and i'm like yeah who gonna watch my kid who gonna breastfeed oh, things him things
1: are so different Like things are don't
0: different get but if you don't get it you don't get it and the people that get it are people that got kids
1: i remember when you were going through that time where it was pretty much like you said your person had left and you know and they were getting themselves together and you were always saying things to me and, and i guess dumping things on me as if i was you know one of your girlfriends and i'm and i'm sitting there like look look i, I can't do this uh you need a therapist or you need to talk to somebody you need a friend
0: he literally something
1: outside of me. He and called
0: I, her like you have to get back. Here. I
1: said you have to come back now because <laughs> I cannot deal with this. I this is what y'all do? Oh no, no, nah, no, nah, not me. And and it's 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 funny to think about, but it's it's so so true. How many yeah. times uh, couples do that to to one another? Like mm-hmm. you dumping things that you should be saying to maybe an outside party that isn't so close yeah. that you can get a. You can get a, a a more in-depth, I guess, conversation maybe?
0: Oh, my gosh. Or insight? First of all, guys are just, they're so compartmentalized that they can't even, Listen. you can't even process a a woman's conversation where it's like, bruh, I'm this not even on much. that
1: point anymore. You're like, asking questions 12 a.m. <laughs> at, at night in these deep conversations and, and things that I don't know. I don't I don't know anything about that. I'm not thinking about that. And... <laughs> Venting, oh the venting, my god! Oh my
0: gosh, the funny. venting,
1: uh, we cannot do. Men, we we just cannot do it. Uh, we we, I, I mean, we like to vent amongst each other, you know. But it's it's a different level. Who
0: are your best friend out here? That's a different level.
1: That's how guys talk. But hearing your wife vent or your girlfriend vent to you, no, you got to get a you got to get a puppy. You got to get a friend. Why
0: would I talk to a dog? Well,
1: really, not a puppy because we, I don't know, I can't stand dogs. But anyway. You need somebody no look you need somebody to talk to and bounce these well, ideas off of you, because <laughs> the support is not coming this way him. you know
0: No I understand that but that's my whole thing about life support is it's being able to be that person that's willing to understand a new transition. Like I, I, I have a soft spot now for new moms or new parents or people in my life. When I find out somebody's having a baby, I'm like, "Yo, come join in our community. <laughs> come join <laughs> our community of parents, new parents, you know, because we're all new at this, you know, because I, I, I feel I still feel that empathy for. You know, knowing that somebody didn't have a support group or they didn't have a community. And it was just because of our level of understanding that we didn't just we just didn't understand that. Um, And and, or even there's people that are grieving, you know, people that deal with death, that if you've never lost somebody very close to you, like a parent or a grandparent or a sibling or a best friend or something like that, where you're looking at people who are still grieving. Like, are you okay? Like, I don't understand. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I, I do. Um, that's never been me though, but I do get
0: it, but that's my point. You know what I'm saying? That's where people start to feel that level of loneliness. Yeah. And I think the person on the other end, that's feeling the loneliness. It's also us understanding that I can't fault people for them, not being where I am or have been where I am to now understand what I'm feeling Yeah. without being willing to communicate. I'm married now.
1: All right. So let's talk about this because i have um i have thoughts around supporting business okay now remember we had this conversation i told you why do black people say support black business like why why do we why why is that how we try to get business is by support my black business <laughs> instead of just do business with me like if if you're not just seeking business why why do we have to say hey support my black business in order to get a a sale or something like that like i've i've had that happen to me so many times people come up to me like hey support my black business and i'm like you you ain't got to ask for support you know you could just do good business
0: or just sell me your product
1: or sell me your product you don't have to try to get the sympathy. I, I think it's trying to get the sympathy sale Rather than you getting, uh, you having a valuable product that you offer and somebody uses it and they give you a a review on that and they want to come back and use your product again. Mm -hmm. Why do we feel like we have to put that word support in it in order to feel like, you know, we're moving ahead?
0: I just feel like because you realize how I think it's, it's, I think it's trauma. It is it is PTSD of because it's a business built by me, people won't support it because like they support other things. Like if I start a lingerie line, you know, I'm saying tomorrow, do I feel like people are going to stop going to Victoria's Secret just because I did it. And most of the times I feel like we have PTSD. So you ask for support versus asking for business. I have a, a theory that your family and friends are your sympathy bias,
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Your family and friends are your sympathy <laughs> buys. And I, and I know we really touched on so many different versions of support. Like you want support and I feel like you have to communicate what that looks like for you because most of the time your family and friends are what I consider your sympathy buys. That means they're they're not buying because it's good. They're not listening to the music because they love you. They love it. They listening to it because they love you. Now they might get start to love it because they love you, or they may. You know what I'm saying? I can I I know so many times that I've purchased clothes and hats and listened to music of people around me, but I'm not your ideal buyer. And I think that's what we have to understand, especially in the black community, um, is understanding who who your target audience is who your mm-hmm. target buyers are because a lot of the times what we're looking for is support from our friends and family but they're not the target buyer that's not who's going to keep like they're not going to keep the lights on. They're not going to keep the lights on because that's not who my product is built for. Correct. And I think that's the important part to talk about when it talks when you talk about support for, of your business is even though you're looking for support from your friends and family, I'm really looking for your support to get me to the people you know. I don't want you. I just want who you know. Because the truth of the matter is I really don't – I don't trust – business or I don't trust purchases and sales from the people that I know because I understand that most of the time like when we had our clothing line Mm -hmm. the majority of the buyers that were friends and family it was because Malcolm and Brittany started this
1: right I know
0: it for a fact a lot of people didn't even understand the vision. They didn't understand the message behind it. They just bought it Oh, because y'all are dropping something. So I'm going to buy it. I'm going to support your business. And so what you also have to understand is within that support that you're asking for in business for me. And this is just my opinion. Is that the majority of the people in your family are going to do it because they do support you or they do love you. And they, you know, I'm the support kind of person. If somebody in my camp, somebody in my friend group, they launched something. Like one of my friends, she just became a praise yeah. and worship leader. Yeah. So I went to the service. One of my other friends, he, the, his church, uh, same church, they launched a um a service and he he told me that he was a pastor so you know what i'm gonna go support you and your family right on y'all church launch because that's what support looks like for me that i want to be there to show you hey listen i'm proud of you one of our one of my other friends just opened up a, a studio here in atlanta um shout out to creative playground studio shout out to atl global hub church if you're looking for a church Monday is the new Sunday, <laughs> right? But it's like, I'm going to pull up on you. I'm going to show up because that's how I show support. But don't look for me to be the person that's going to be your business. I feel like your friends and family, you do have to be understand. Like your mom has supported our business for the five years we've been in it to say, I'm so proud of y'all.
1: I think when you, when you and I might get flack for it. I, who, who knows? I don't care. I think when you insinuate support my business, you're trying to be in business for a very short time. How so? Because what it tells me is that you're not looking to give me a wow factor. You're not looking to bring me value. You're looking for a quick buck. Oh, I And got you. if you're trying to stay in business long-term, I don't want your support. I want your business. It's a complete difference because support it's one sided. It's one time, two times at max. When it's your when I want your business and I'm trying to get your business, it's a reoccurring thing. Mm. And it's always continuously coming. And maybe even more because now is word of mouth coming out and, and things like that. It's so much more to it. And I think I think we got to get to a point where and I'm all for putting money into our community. I believe you circulate the money within your community. I be- I yes. believe in that. We need to. But we got to change the verbiage. Yeah, we have I have to change the verbiage.
0: I definitely agree with that. And and you you just made that super, super clear. And I hope people get that where it's like, I don't want your support. I want your business. And it's again, everything boils down what we talked about tonight. It boils down to your level of communicating what you're saying. The verbiage of what you're giving is me saying Instead of asking for my support.
1: Yeah. I'll never say that.
0: (laughs) Give me your business. Like that's what you earn your business. I'll earn your business. And that's what you're in business to do. That's why I've always said that. But I had to understand that for myself too, because even with growing in my business, I always felt like, yo, why don't, you know, our friends and family want to join our business? Why do they want to do what I do? What we do? And, but it wasn't until I really started to pay attention to like, I mean, I'm not really like if they, the people that have joined our business, has been to support us. Of course, some of them really wanted to learn, you know, how to start investing, but most of it was because it was us. And I don't want the, because it's you type vibe. I need to know, like one of my homegirls is an esthetician and you do good work. So amongst our friend group, it's not talking about, Hey, have you checked out our new business? Hey, have y'all <laughs> pulled up on her yet? It's "Bro, I just got the best facial of my life. Right. Like, go there's value in it did you go you know what I mean (laughs) like now of course me being the supportive Brittany that I am (laughs) I went I'm like you know I'll I'll delay my services (laughs) for my needs until I go I'm about to visit home I'm gonna go up there and let my friend take care of me she does good business. She's been doing good business. You know what I mean? Correct. Um, and that's what we talk about because we all go to the same person to get our makeup done. All of that stuff is the same because we like what she does, her business. We're occur- reoccurring customers of that business.
1: Yeah, and I feel like you open up yourself to a disappointment when you're thinking in that mindset of they don't they don't support me in this, they don't support me in that, they don't buy this, they don't buy that. You're, you're opening up a wound. Or you're opening up the conversation for you to be disappointed. And that's that's the worst place you can be in business. Business is not emotional. And there's no emotions in it. That's real. And the second that you put your emotions in it is when you'll you'll be out of business. Mm. And, and I think we got to, like I said, we got to change the verbiage. We got to be more about our business and not about just trying to get um, the the, the quick dollar, the quick bucks.
0: No, I think that's strong. What you said is because I I was doing some research, of course, when this was a topic, and I um came across this article um from Homebase, and it's a um it's a company that has conversations around veteran and family care, and they put out this article during COVID, um because a lot of people were socially apart, and so what most people needed was some sort of support. But what what are these different types of support? So, of course, in doing my research, I had to give y'all these uh, different types of social support because I think that's the other part is that people don't really understand how to articulate what they need because they don't really know what it's called or they don't know what to say about it. So um, you got emotional support. So of course, emotional support is like the person that... I can call that's going to be able to relate to me or they're going to um, empathize with what I'm going through. They're going to um, sometimes give me advice, perhaps. Um, but this is like I just need you to be there for me. I need but I don't necessarily need you physically here, but I just need you to be there um, and you're reliable. Like you you don't call. you call you know, you have your specific person. That's reliable to sit and listen if I need to vent or if I'm feeling away or, you know, um, emotional support. It, I had this happen to me the other day. One of my best friends hit me. I was like, how are you doing, though? You know, when you have a kid and all this stuff like that and all the stuff is going on, everybody calls you, and asks you how the baby's doing. <laughs> you know, so when you have that one friend that's like, "Okay, you know, I know that the baby's good, I know that your husband's good, I know that your business is good, but how's Brittany? How's her person?" And that day was not a good day. I was and I 100% said, "You know, I really don't really have words for it. I just don't feel myself. I I feel very weird today." And she sent me a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, that's dope. it was unexpected. A hundred percent, but it was just like, I hope hope this helps you feel better today. That was that level of emotional support where it was like, I could rely on you. I can trust you with my feelings. Um, I wasn't necessarily looking for anything because I was fine to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's that level of emotional support. The other one is informational. So this is like receiving positive information that can create... Uh, intellectual or mindful growth to me that's personal development. So this is now when you see these posts on social media or you're listening to a podcast gotcha. or you're you have an audio book that you're listening to. It's something that is invoking growth. This is in 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 from, uh, what is it? This is informational support. So it's kind of like that kind of support is not it's kind of, you know, these might be not be people you ever met. Like you might be listening to Steve Harvey on earn your leisure. You might uh, be listening talking
1: about getting inspired
0: by something? yes. And okay. so this is now personal growth, like mindful growth where it's like, I'm getting some information and it's supporting me right now. Like there, how many things, how many you times have you like, something. you know, been trying to build your business and you feel discouraged because of you want people to buy or it's not scaling up as fast as you want to. And you listen to, a podcast or you listen to watch a youtube video or you see a reel on instagram or something yeah. on tiktok that now makes you feel better that's like inform it's what Gives they call lift. informational Gives support that,
1: yeah, I, I definitely see that okay you that's know good i was like that
0: was i was like dang that was really really dope and not even just in business like when i was pregnant one of the things that i did which now i know is informational support is there's an app that was called um I can't even remember what it's called. Oh, expectful. And it was like meditation for expectant mothers when you it had little categories about like when you're up breastfeeding and you're new to this or when, when you just need a break or when you're trying to uh, prepare for birth. It was all of those um, that gave you this this calmness or this peace. But it was informational support that you didn't gotcha. even know you needed. Um, tangible support, of course, is the practical stuff. Like, yo, take me out. I'm having a crappy day <laughs> or I'm having a great day <laughs> or I just launched a business or I just had a baby. Like tangible support are the people that show up to your baby shower, the people that come to your, your, you know, your bridal shower, the gotcha. people that come to your wedding or the people that congratulate you. And, you know, do. those are the people that give you practical stuff. hmm. Even if it's just a pat on the back, if it's their business or whatever it is, that's what uh, tangible support Explain is. Explain this one.
1: Affirmational mm-hmm. support? What Affirmational
0: is that? support is recognition, right? It's compliments. It's, you know, it's what I asked you for. Like, hey, if you're going to go on your own route, what I need you to do is still affirm that I can build this by myself.
1: So what? So is it like if you ask me how do you look and I affirm <laughs> that you look good? um i guess that, that could af- be that's I, I mean i support. think that
0: could be affirmational support okay but well, yeah it's brothers out there Affirmational I'm support up. study
1: it look it up <laughs> learn it apply it in your marriage in your oh relationship
0: gosh, this guy's hilarious no but it's it's recognition it's being willing to recognize what you know because sometimes you do need that pick me up sometimes you need somebody to Believe in you again, or reinstate, uh, remind you who you are. Like I have conversations with people all the time, where one of the things I said is, um "Act like who you know you are."
1: Yeah, you know, because yeah, I mean? it's very easy to lose confidence. Yes. um and like you said, it is important to have somebody that that instills confidence in you. I I think that's why coaches are um so well paid because
0: mm-hmm.
1: sometimes you you try to figure out, like even in, in the NBA. I figure how do they make millions of dollars just you know coach a bunch of people that's already good, yes, it's because of what you what you're talking about their their affirmational support and and it's so valuable to um to speak life it's really speaking life into people yeah and allowing them to flourish um it, it's it's powerful it's powerful it's influential mm-hmm. and that's really really um that's really, really dope. So, and I think I like that.
0: I think those are like those four are definitely incredible. But the last one was belonging support. And that's where you talk about community. You talk about being able to create a sense of belonging for people. It's like what I said when I found out, you know, um, one of my friends was having a baby. My first thought was join our community because you need a sense of belonging in this new area of life. Mm -hmm. Um, That you're embarking on and I think the belonging support is so dope because um, there's a lot of people that are building communities um, in an entrepreneurial space but I believe like like I said this is what I call life support like how are you supporting lives you know we have uh, like our whole friend group for the most part you know there was a period when we were all just dating. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. There's a period when people started getting engaged and then you had the, the married couples, you had the engaged couples, you had the kids, <laughs> the couples with kids, you had the dating couples, you had the, the it's complicated couples. And we all had this amongst our our group. But, you know, now um, even uh, my best friend, her her fiance are getting married this year. And it's like it's it's the the excitement of welcoming this person to the next level or the next version of who they're becoming. Um, So I think the belonging support is really, really dope. So um, those five level I mean, those not levels, but those five um, displays of social support. um, This is the stuff that I feel like we need to start having conversations around to now say like, and identify who people are in your life so you know now who to go to for what you're actually right. needing.
1: Who, who who, who in this area... Who supports me in this area? Who who, who does well in this area that I can go to? Because sometimes we be going to the wrong people. And in your oh, case, sure. you was definitely going to meet the wrong person at that <laughs> time when your friend wasn't here.
0: And no, I couldn't I, give
1: you what, what you wanted.
0: But that's important. It. Like, 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 talk about how you feel. Like, there's people that you know, they'll, they'll come to you about advice, um, in areas that, or you go or people will go to people about advice in areas that they are not well-versed in, or they have never been successful in, or, you know, there's some people that we talk about, like, I will go to you for business advice, but family advice might not necessarily be what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, no, that's a real thing. I think, uh, like you said, you gotta, you gotta go to people in the space that you're trying to be successful in. And if you don't have a family life, if you're not Um, a family person, I can't come to you and ask you about family-oriented things. But if you do well financially, we can definitely have financial conversations, Mm -hmm. and uh, I can pick your brain. I I think we just got to, like you said, you got to know who who who's your circle, who's your tribe, and who to go to. Uh, there's been times people come to me and like, hey, I can't help you with that. I don't know.
0: And I can can appreciate people that give that honest response versus trying to be a guru in a space that they're not. Yeah,
1: like. I'm just not in the space to, to be a guru in something that I'm not, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> and and I think that's uh, wise. It's, it's wise counsel. Um, but it's also wise to know who to seek mm-hmm. counsel from um, in certain areas. And uh, you take that and run with it.
0: Yeah, I recently had somebody say, um when they they heard that we were starting our home buying process and they were like what happened to the Britney that said Grant Cardone said that you you only <laughs> rent where you live and you you buy the property and i was like yeah but i don't got i don't have grant cardone's money right now so what yeah. happened was i was taking advice just in the wrong season of my life you know what i mean sure. <laughs> and it's it's being able to even understand that like that was a level of support that i was seeking but my my my, my my bank account couldn't match up with what I was getting. And so it's it's I just feel like right now we're in a maturation space um in communication when it comes to the level of support that you're getting, that you're desiring, that you're receiving. So, talk to me about your life lesson, baby.
1: My life lesson uh is to understand not to get emotional um when you're looking for a certain level of support from somebody that is either doesn't know what you need or willing to give what you need. Um, Life lesson also is to communicate first and then assess later. Mm. Communicate what you need, communicate what you're looking for up front. uh, So you don't go assuming uh, all these things in our heads that we tend to do and everyone does it. um, But you, but to refrain from it is by being honest and upfront from what you're looking for from somebody. And if you, if, if they agree with that, that's when you can make that assessment of if this person needs to be in my life or if they don't,
0: mm-hmm. because
1: it's not matching up what they're saying.
0: Mm. I'll say my life lesson is be kind to people. You literally just don't Facts. know um, what people are going through. And, you know, sometimes you can take for yourself why people are doing what they're doing and you take it as personal attack when you just don't know what they're personally going through themselves. Um, And so it's just be kind to people and and be empathetic because you just really don't know what's happening on the other end. And like you said, communicate, um, communicate your needs and be, be okay with the vulnerability of what communication creates and being able to say, hey, listen, I know we're friends, but this is how I need you to show up for me right now. Um, it might not be this way always, but this is how I need you to show up for me right now or hey. I might just got to pull back for right now because of where I am. Um, And, you know, I hope you understand and be willing to understand where people are, meet them where they are, because the where is always ever changing. Um, And so, you know, I am excited to see how we're going to all grow in our capacity of supporting people and grow in our capacity to empathize and and not assume that people don't support us.
1: Yeah, our communication definitely um, has to grow. Um, that's for, you know, for anybody, anybody listening to this podcast, your your communication can always grow and having these conversations, these healthy conversations with people you love, respect or uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. um You can also grow in your communication uh, with them because you never know. They may be feeling the same way, man. They may be thinking the same way. And have that simple conversation
0: change everything uh,
1: can change everything and especially can save a relationship.
0: Oh man, or rekindle one,
1: or rekindle one, you know, which is always not, dope too.
0: They're not lost causes. So, we love y'all, we appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to episode seven of the So Let's Talk About It podcast. You can follow me, uh, Brittany at Brittany Nail on Instagram.
1: You can follow me. I'm Malcolm Garrison at Malcolm underscore two underscores Garrison,
0: and you can follow uh, the podcast at So Let's Talk About It Pod. Um, and we're so excited for the rest of the season. This is the second half, and it's about to get crazy. It's about to
1: get good. To get
0: good. Gooder than it's been so listen <laughs> uh like rate uh, review sure. and we want to hear from you what did you learn from this uh what did you what did you gather from this episode and you know we want to talk about it and we will see you guys on the next episode all right y'all let's talk about it sure.